Hey everybody, welcome to the John D. Podcast. I'm your host, John D. Miller. Welcome to episode number 38. That's right, 38. Treta Ocho in the old Espanol language. Mm-hmm. Going on September 8th, Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. 2021. When you guys will be able to hear this. 201 going on 202 days. No booze. No booze. No booze. Uh, yep, yep. Doing good, though. I want to tell you this real quick, though. But I had this dream a week and a half ago, something like that. Um, so when I first quit drinking, I ran into an acquaintance of mine who quit drinking years ago. And I told him, hey, man, I quit drinking. He's like, great, good, you know, good luck. You know, keep it up. You can do it. He said, but just so you know, right about six months, man, you might start having some weird dreams about drinking. And I said, okay, cool, duly noted. I didn't think much about it, right? And I had, I had talked to another friend of mine that I hadn't talked to in a while. Um, and it's so, but anyway, I used to hang out at the bar with him a lot. I used to drink him a lot at his house. I used to, um, you know, but even when I was working at the bar, he'd be in there hanging out. So I, maybe that triggered or something, but I, in the dream, I'm at the bar I used to work at. All my old friends are there and co-workers but it was really weird in my dream everybody kept wearing because it'd been so long since i'd been in there and that has nothing to do with me quitting drinking i just i just hadn't gone in there in a while nothing against the police but um so in the dream people kept wearing masks right they kept wearing masks and kept having me try to guess who it was that was behind the mask and i knew exactly who they were and but and i was getting annoyed and frustrated uh (laughs) And, and then I was like, okay, whatever. And I went to go to the bathroom, and in the hallway, there's this one bathroom. Men's, women's, and then like a unisex one. And all the signs were on the wall where the doors would be, but there was no doors. It was just the signs. And I'm like, where's where's the uh, doors? I can't get in the bathrooms. And everybody was like, oh, in my dream. Everybody's like, oh, John's drunk. He's hammered, blah, blah, blah. And I started getting mad at him. And I was like, no, I'm not drunk. You want to see drunk? And I picked up a shot, right? And I was like, I'm going to drink this shot and show you how fucking drunk I can get. And then I turned around and my wife Liz was standing there in the, in the dream. And, uh, and I was like, no, baby, I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking. And she got all mad at me. And then I just woke up, ugh, you know, and my hand was like I was holding like a shot glass or like, you know, like a small rock glass. Like you pour, pour a shot in. Yeah. Ooh. I, uh, I, I got out of it though. I, and I, and I wanted a drink, but I went and I ate about six Sour Patch Kids <laughs> all at once. And I got to tell you, don't ever do that. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, it was, we, we, Liz got this bag of Sour Patch Kids that are like, you know, like chips, like flavored chips, salt and vinegar, especially, or like the, the, my buddy Tom loves the, uh, the Uts fire chips, right? I can't deal with them. But every once in a while, uh, you're getting the chips like those, they, they get like extra flavor to them. They just, it's an extra strong batch. These freaking Sour Patch Kids that Liz found are just absolutely insane. Not thinking about it, I threw a bunch in my mouth. Uh, and I, I would equate it to, and most of my audience will remember this. So you remember in the movie airplane, when the girl gets the IV knocked out of her, <laughs> knocked out of her arm and she's, she's got the sucker face, you know, and she's trying to put the IV back. That's what I felt like. Ooh, 
But you know what? Hey, killed the urge. I was fine after that. I was okay. <laughs> yeah. That was just weird. Is it, has anybody else quit? What is that? Does that mean something? I, I used to know was a friend of mine. She was into uh, really into analyzing dreams. So I don't know. It was just kind of it's kind of strange. I, I wasn't even necessarily going to tell that story about the about the dream, but I I went into it and whatever. So yeah. Does anybody else ever had those? Anybody else who's ever quit drinking ever had those? I mean, I assume people have had them about other stuff, maybe drugs or something like that, but I've never been into that type of shit. Um, at least not to the point of addiction. Anyways. All right. So how are yous? How are yous? How are y'alls? I know. That's my thing, right? I had to get that out of the way. I didn't, I didn't do that last episode, which I... Oh, where have you been, John? Where have you been? I know. I've been doing other things. Um, and we'll talk about that. Family as well as business. Business. And, and you know, I've just been doing that type thing. Um... But I didn't. I didn't do the yees, yous, and y'alls. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess it's my. It's my thing. It's my thing. I just started doing it a while back. Covers all my bases. Yees, yous, and y'alls. What? What else are there? Right. I guess. But I'm. But I'm pluralizing them. Right. So that's okay. All right. Uh, oh, real quick. One thing about this. Want to say hi to one of my longest time listeners, Peg. What's up? How are you? Nice lady. Uh, your your son Tom told me that you. You like to listen to the podcast, which I've known about for a long time. Peg, ladies and gentlemen out there, is one of my longest listeners outside of my home family. But to me, she is like kind of like family. Um, or she is, really. Um, but, yeah. So, Tom said you like to fall asleep to the podcast lately. So, <laughs> you can start to drift off to the sound of my voice. Um, yeah. I just, but I've said hello to you before on this, on the podcast. But I always do it towards the end. So this way, I wanted to do it at the beginning, get it out of the way. That way you heard it. Say, hey. So, hi, Peg. How you doing? All right. How's everybody's week's been? How's everybody's life been? Crazy things been going on. One of the things, though, that's for me, and I know that a lot of parents have been going through this. Liz and I have been going through this. Our son went back to school since the last time I talked to you guys. And it was... Everybody, because, you know, I know there's school uh, year round, which I don't understand that. I, th- I Apparently they do that in you know, like California. They do it out there and like Europe. I don't <laughs> what other place uh, other places are there that do it. I know there's some places here in Virginia that do it. Man, year round school. If you told me I had to go to school year round, I would <laughs> fucking I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would have done as a kid. I mean, I guess if you're used to it, you're like, that's just how it is. Like, I remember talking to a kid from Europe one time, and he was just saying, he's like, yeah, that's just how it is. You guys get off for three months. I mean, we wish, but at the same time, we get off for several weeks here and a week or two here and a whatever. So, you know, in a way, it kind of works out. But, I mean, who fucking summer vacation? Uh, you ain't taking that shit away from me. Mm-mm. I thought, yeah. I always thought it was California and Europe, which if you've ever been to Southern California, it's... <laughs> I guess it's like Europe or I don't know. It's like a big amusement park or something, but it was, um, yeah. So our son, he went back to school on the 23rd, two weeks early. All right. Which of all the years to do it, 
Yes, there's a pandemic, but let's bring the kids back two weeks early so in the summertime they'll get get off two weeks earlier. Great idea, but if there was ever a time for a short summer, I guess this was not it. I, we're glad that he's back in school. I think he's really enjoying it. And then, as most kids are, all the, the kids want to be around their friends. They want to, you know, I think that was the biggest thing my son was, was happy about, was just being around other kids because <laughs> he's been stuck with my dumbass for the last uh the last year and a half and i gotta say i don't envy him but um yeah it, it, i think he was just happy to be back in school and it's been it's been it was interesting um it was i actually i actually cried a little bit <laughs> on his first day uh liz and i took him out to the bus and and he, he actually got a little emotional. He said he was going to miss me that day. And I told him that too. I said, I'll miss you. I didn't even tell him the night before. Because I think, and I know I'm not wrong in this. I know that a lot of parents, um, and, and some of you older parents, like, ah, fuck, what are you talking about? You, you know, but you have parent, uh, kids, excuse me, you have kids that are 25 years old and shit. And you're like, ah, fuck, whatever, you know. But when you're, it's your only child, um, and everything has been going on like it has in the past year and a half. You're, I mean, it's gonna be a little different. Let me explain one part of it was the fact that, um, especially my son and I, uh, we've spent every day we had spent every day, at least the, the majority of part of every day for a year and a half together. Um, and there's times that we. <laughs> We Liz always teased us, you know. She's like, "You you guys fight like your siblings, you don't fight." But I had an older brother, and that's how I he and I fought all the time. So I guess since the kid's younger, I guess I I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm taking my uh, shit. No, I'm not getting too deep on that one. Fuck it. No, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. Some people say that if you are, what was I reading one time? They were saying that if you have an older sibling, right? And then of the same gender, and then you have kids, uh, your firstborn, if it's the same gender as you, you two will have more of a sibling relationship as opposed to a parental child relationship. That's one thing. And there are times, but I don't know. I'm a big kid, so I guess that's part of it too, right? <laughs> I mean, that's got to be part of it, you know, the maturity level. <laughs> it's got to be, I don't know. He's getting more mature. What did he say to me the other day? He was, uh, he goes, yeah, that's what's up. I think I was asking him if he wanted chicken tenders. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> um, but it's been a, it's been a really weird time because I mean, it was a year and a half, a year and a half I spent with the kid and it was just, man, it was hard to watch him go down, get on the bus and then. And, and and please, I, I hope everybody understands when I say this, but the first week of school was fucked up. Um, transportation, uh, the, I mean, the, the school bus drive. They're short bus drivers. And of course, people are like, well, won't you go out and drive a bus? Because it's the same reason I work my own car. I don't trust myself. It's one day if I'm driving my own car, but I don't work on it. And it's the only reason I don't drive a semi-trailer or a bus of any kind. I don't trust myself. I don't, it's like too big. If I had something a little bigger in the car I have now, that'd be great. But, mm -mm. 
I'm just saying. But so that was kind of screwed up. But I, I really, I think that so far, I think that the at least as far as my experience has been, I think the staff and the and the the teachers and the staff have all done a really good job. God bless them. Going back in this day and age, there's already been several cases of uh, COVID at my son's school with students being that scary um, in and of itself, man. And that's what it's just, it's just stressful. So if you're a parent out there going through it, man, I, I feel, I feel it. And uh, my buddy Tom was saying the other night, he goes, you know, kids are going to like a big Petri dish and then you're taking and throwing something as bad as what COVID is into that. And whether you, well, I don't think you can deny COVID. If you do that, you're going to end up uh, dying in a hospital, probably. But uh, if you don't believe in the severity of it, well, we won't talk about that. However, uh, you know, it, it's there. And it's and so, you know, you throw that into the top of everything else. Cause kids are snotting everywhere and they're sharing stuff. And mm, it's, it, it, yeah, I feel your pain on that. I really do parents I, I and i don't but here's the thing i was sitting there and the first couple of days were a little rough but on that third day <laughs> that wednesday the what he went on the 23rd so 25th uh i was home by myself and a few hours and, I, and i've had times by myself you know liz and the kid go out or whatever and there's been times that i i just you know, I'm homebody, so I sit there, and but it was just kind of, huh. and then the kid was running around all day at school, and then he came home, and he was tired. Holy shit. He was actually tired. <laughs> what? I was not <clears throat> required to be the source of his energy usage. <laughs> to Hey, don't get me wrong. I liked it. It was great. It has been a bit of an adjustment, man. Definitely has been been an adjustment i gotta tell you this though and he probably won't let me tell him this story but mike our kid fell in a ditch <laughs> right uh he's fine but i gotta tell you it was so the kid the kid got off the bus he's eight he's in third grade kid got off the bus he's running around with the other kids at the bus stop yes we're trying to be socially distant same time uh you know there's gonna be a little bit of that and he went running past me, and he stepped at the top part of a <laughs> of this ditch. It's three feet tall, three feet tall. Not much of an angle either. But the thing I was so he and he he sat there and he started just kind of boop and he just started kind of going down. <laughs> and, and he's very tall for his age and his long arms and legs. And he just kind of just rolled. And the thing was, he was kind of trying to like kind of like eh, eh, like kind of inch his way like to get a grip. And and then but he got about halfway down. And he was like, "All right, I'm I'm done." Then <laughs> he just slid right down in the ditch. And I, as a parent, was standing there going, "Okay, all right." And it, it, I guess it's kind of one of those things. They say that dealing with children is like dealing with drunk adults, and the the old joke, old joke. And but it's true, and it came just came from a saying. But it's true. So, for instance, the, the younger. Uh, a child is he's more of what uh he's more of a drunk or adult you know what i'm saying like the compare so but anyway so the kid's going down he just said screw it and so i had to sit there and, and say to him which is what you always say to your friends when they fall down right especially your drunk ones you say are you okay 
And when they go, yes, then you laugh, right? Um, but I couldn't because there was other parents standing there. So I had to not laugh at the kid just to give off the, uh, you know, semblance thereof that I am actually a decent parent. <laughs> so I didn't have, yeah, but he just went right down. But you know what? I was proud of him because he takes his thermos to school because all the kids got to have their own thermos. He t- took it to school. He held it up like a drunk frat boy at a keg party. And I got to tell you, if if he was a drunk frat boy at a keg party, he would not have spilled a drop out of that red Solo cup. <laughs> he would not have spilled a drop. Not a bit. <laughs> uh, and then, but yeah. I And actually, I brought him home. Got him snack, whatever. <laughs> he kicked his shoes off. He had his tablet. He was cool. I literally held it in that long. <clears throat> and then I went into the bathroom and I turned on the exhaust fan and laughed. <laughs> so I, I was laughing. I was laughing. It's just the look on his face. Just, oh boy. You know, that was pretty much the look. <laughs> Here we go. He was a trooper, though. But he actually came and knocked on the door. Hey, Daddy, you okay? <laughs> yes, I'm pooping. Uh, I'm laughing hysterically and pooping. So, that was that was funny. <laughs> it's, it is. It's one of those things where you just, you see a kid, you see your kid falling down like that, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you all right? Yeah? Okay. Anyways, uh, where are we at? 17 and a half, a little over 17 and a half. Uh, not gonna be a long episode today, this evening, but uh, I know I always say that, and then I talk and I talk and I talk. What do I want to talk about next? I don't, I don't know. There's so many, I, that's part of the problem. I actually recorded an entire episode, an entire episode 38, uh, last week, and I, I always listen to the episode at least once before I, I put it out. It goes through mild editing, but really, I try not to touch it. And uh, yeah, and I, but I had, I just didn't like it. I didn't like it. There's too much stuff bothering me that's been going on in the world and everything else. And I just, I don't know. I try to keep it kind of shut the fuck up, cricket. Hey, shut up, motherfucker. Hold on a second. All right, you guys still there? Oh my God. It's like I had you on call waiting for a second. I threw my shoe at it. Jiminy. <laughs> That's Jiminy, I guess. What an original fucking name, John Jiminy, huh? When'd you come up with that one? Uh, Disney. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is the thing about having a basement studio slash storage room. Is I actually have gotten crickets in here before. But. Mm. All right. Sorry. That, you know, I had, bleh, what was that noise? I, hold on. So I was, I had one in here before, like a few weeks ago, and I, it stopped doing it. And I've recorded a couple episodes since then, but the kid actually remembered that there was one down here last summer. And I was actually recording one time, and I think it was actually on an episode where I had it. And, but I've, few weeks ago he was like you want to think it's the same cricket from last summer i'm like i don't think so that <laughs> would be probably have to be a grandfather of a of a cricket god damn it 
All right. I'm just trying to record now. It's been a while. That's what I was saying. I'm just trying to get this stuff out of here. Uh, either I'm, I feel blocked or like I'm not using my mind correctly in trying to do this podcast or I got a cricket in the house. Jesus. Same cricket. Actually, you know what? I'm going to look that shit up. What do you It's like an episode of Big Bang. It's the common field cricket. I don't know. How long do crickets see how much fun see how much this is how distract this is why i can't work from home <laughs> so how long do cook a crickets live that was just autocorrect right uh eight to ten weeks that is definitely not the same cricket hmm cricket removal those ones don't really bother me but bother did nobody no cricket bother me no cricket bottom me either. Lifespan. Crickets only live about 8 to 10 weeks once adults. Once they're adults. And they die of old age. Well, I, I mean, maybe. Cooling temperatures later in the year will often kill adult crickets. Oh no. I froze to death. They can live without food or water for up to two weeks. Well, so can people. Well, no. People get water. No. It's water. Yeah, you can live without food for a couple weeks, but water is like three or four days, isn't it? It's possible to starve out cricket. Mm. Crickets. Huh. Eight to ten weeks. Die after mating. Oh, field crickets are 58 days, which is where I live is kind of out. Uh, I wouldn't say, well, suburbia, some people might call it that. But yeah, I mean, it's... I live sort of a country part, I guess, of where I live. <laughs> I guess. I mean, there's a bunch of property around. I don't own it. Just fortunate enough to live here. Camel crickets, 12 to 3 months. Well, that's going backwards, isn't it? Oh, 12 weeks to 3 months. It didn't have it in there, but I'm sure. That... Uh, two or three months. Yeah. All right. Well, anyways. Well, that's fun. I just, I had a good intro on this show, and I don't want to edit it out. Fuck it. I'll leave it in. Oh, I'm saying a lot of F-bombs there. Yeah. What else? Anything else about crickets? Did I finish what I was talking about? All right. You know what? We'll just... Um, <laughs> for right now. Gemini. Maybe you'll join... Ooh, sorry. Maybe you'll join... Norm used to be on the show, but then somebody fixed him. Remember Norm? Yeah. Good old Normie. I miss that. He's, I mean, he works. He's up there. Green lights shining. And then uh, maybe we got a new cricket. Maybe he'll be our mascot for the show. All right. I'm going to take a break real quick. <laughs> and then we'll do some more stuff here in a second. I, you know, I'm trying to keep these concise and whatever. That was kind of funny, I guess. Was that funny, everybody? I don't know. <laughs> I need approval. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Uh, coming up after this, we're going to do some recent stuff in uh, email. And, uh, oh, yeah, and something else that's kind of important. <laughs> See what it is after this. Stick around. And welcome back to episode number 38 of the Chundy Podcast. I'm your host, Chundy Miller. Welcome back to part two. Ah, how was your break? Huh? How was it? About a minute for you. It was several minutes for me. <laughs> I was trying to, I was fighting the cricket. I was trying to, I don't know what. It, I was ever trying to find it. I threw my shoes at it, and then, 
and I was trying to look for it, and then it like jumped out, and I tried to <laughs> I tried to kick at it. I got it like midair, and it it flew a couple feet, <laughs> and then it landed very gingerly, I might add, and landed a few feet away, and then it turned and looked at me, I'm like eh, fuck you, and then he just like he ran underneath some Christmas stuff. Yeah, it's Christmas stuff. There's a nativity scene on the front. When the hell did we get that? <laughs> when did we get a nativity? I have never seen that thing. Interesting. That's why we need a yard sale. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, I'm not going to get into all that. But, yeah, so I was fighting the cricket. But, yeah, that was that was my little commercial. Hey, man, got to make some scratch on this thing one way or the other, right? But you could be a sponsor on the show if you would like. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, John John Podcast on Twitter, John D Comedy as well on Twitter, J O N, and then whatever podcast or D Comedy. Uh, Facebook the John D Podcast on Facebook T H E E J O N D Podcast, or if you'd like, you can email the show the John D Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, hit me up. Let me know. Let me know if you want to throw me some monetary gains, people. Yeah, you could sponsor the show, you could sponsor part of the show, you could sponsor the studio we're in, the Lizard Mill Creation Studio here, which, by the way, and I got to do this, and I said I had something important, uh, I do. I wanted to wish my lovely wife, Liz, a very happy seventh anniversary. Our anniversary was yesterday, seven years ago. We uh, I tricked that lady into marrying me. Yep, I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know. <laughs> that was just a drunken idiot in a box. I don't want to tell the whole story. She was supposed to be here on the show, episode 38, for a seven. That's the other thing, reason why I laid off the episode for a couple of days. I said, well, we'll do one. We'll record one together. Make it our, you know, our seventh anniversary. You haven't been on the show in a while. I don't think she even listens to the show anymore. Whatever. She's still very supportive. She's still awesome to her son. And she takes great care of me, my silly self. Uh, yeah, so happy anniversary, baby. I love you. So, yeah, she's still around, people. She's still around. I haven't, I haven't scared her off yet. Uh, please don't say yet. That would be terrible. <laughs> hey, shut up, Jimmy. Oh, he's like laughing at me now. What is it? Shut up. Oh, but, uh, maybe he liked what I was saying. I'm sorry. Never mind. Come back. Come back, Jimmy. Jiminy. Oh, is it Jimmy or Jiminy? I don't know. I gotta find a better name. <clears throat> All right, but yeah, happy anniversary to my awesome wife. We've been together for married for seven years, um, and uh, but together as of January first, January first, two thousand twelve. That was when we met. So, and the rest is history. Um, but yeah, so and a lot of people do the math and they're like, wait a minute, yeah, our son was eighteen months old. Uh, when we got married, so, um, yeah, <laughs> hey, and, uh, you know, stuff happens, um, but he was not an accident, mm. what, uh, more on that story, um, anyways, all right, but, uh, I was talking about the show, and you can support the show, um, if you want to, you can listen to support buttons. But I got an email. Hold on. Damn it, phone. It's all right. Oh, this, you're killing me, dude. 
Come on. Thank you. <laughs> it was all weird from where I turned it up. I know. Huh, this is quality podcasting. All right. I got an email I want to share with you real quick. All right. So the subject of the email says some advice. And it says, uh, what's up, John D? And there's about five question marks. <laughs> Greetings from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, boy. I love that town. I have definitely partied in Nashville, Tennessee. That's a fun town. Uh, Greetings from Nashville, Tennessee. Well, close to it, but not a town you have ever heard of before. I mean, try me, because I might have been there. M- most of my comedy career, traveling the road, was was in towns that you've never fucking heard of. You just you would never unless you got off the interstate and drove twenty miles to wherever that would be off of an interstate in the middle of wherever America. That's the only way you would ever know about these towns. But they were a lot of them were great. Some of them were shitty, but a lot of them were great. Even at the town, you drive. I've driven so many towns. You drive in, you're like, oh my god, this is gonna suck, and you go, and it's one of the best shows you ever do in your entire life. So, <clears throat> yeah. I don't wonder where it is near Nashville. Oh, well. I just wanted to say, okay, never town I ever heard before. I just wanted to say that I believe that you should go back to drinking. Whoa. What? <laughs> you were definitely funnier. J, oh, it's capital J slash capital K slash. Oh, you're like the LOL capital. Oh, okay. Are you the dude from The Hangover? Zach Galifianakis. JK, LOL. Hop in. <laughs> just kidding lol okay well <laughs> go back to drink because that was funny you know what i have listened to some of the old episodes uh and i just want to let you know that i don't know how y'all put up with me i don't know how liz put up with me i was like, what was that one time i was listening to one that long ago and i'm just at the end of it i'm like <laughs> oh, shut up john shut up <laughs> Uh, I said, keep up the hard work. Thank you. I'm trying. I have known people who quit, and I know it is not easy. It's not easy. I, I think it's, well, no, it's not easy, and I appreciate that. Thank you. It. I mean, some people, I guess they do it better than others. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'm fair to middling <laughs> uh, that term as far as my dealing with it. I think I've done pretty good. I mean, I'm 202 days, um, and literally 202 days with no booze, so... Um, I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely not easy. Um, I definitely know people who have gone through, uh, worse as far as dealing with stuff like that. So, okay. Okay. What is that? You have mentioned on the podcast, there are ways to support your show. However, the only ways to do it are on a monthly basis. Yes. Okay. Um, and, and I understand I mean, I don't really get a lot of people that want to uh, do that. Even as a dollar, I think it's, it's like a, if you go. So if you click on, if you click on the button, the thing for for the page for the button, and it's like ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine a month. And I think they took okay. I could understand that. You don't want to do that every month. It's. I mean, it'd be great if somebody did or more. You can add more on there. Who the fuck's gonna do that? But anyways, um. Not on a monthly basis. Yeah, I don't... Okay. 
So here's what he this was this guy said. He said, I wouldn't mind throwing a few bucks your direction if there was a what should I be reading this in a Nashville accent? What is that? I wouldn't mind throwing a few bucks in your direction if there was a way ah, it fits perfectly. <laughs> if there was a way to make one time uh or optional donation. Optional well it's always optional. <laughs> I don't think you don't you're never forced. You're it just you're not forced to listen to this show. Just like you're not forced to listen to some crazy person go on about whatever they feel about whatever they feel about. You don't have to listen to that shit. Um, but yeah, but an option, and that'd be great if you want to do it. Um, optional donation. Uh, well, whatever. Have you ever thought of doing something along the lines of a pay- PayPal or Kickstarter? And I have mentioned that in the past. Uh, well, PayPal, I don't, Kickstarter. I might do it a Kickstarter. God, I know. I, well, somebody told me one time to go do a GoFundMe. I'm like, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not trying to raise money for a charity. I'm not. I mean, I am a charity, I guess, if you could think about it in some aspects. But no. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah. Not Kickstarter. Nah, see, I think of Kickstarter as doing more like if you want to make a movie or um, something like that. PayPal, yes. But I have thought of that i literally talked to liz about it because she has um some paypal stuff that she does with her lizard mill creations with the 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 crafts that she does um i hadn't really thought about it much since and i think before that was probably a while so um yeah i could do that i mean i'll do it i probably should anyways um i was checking some of the legality of it at one point when I was talking about doing this, which I believe was probably last fall. Um, so, yeah. Where are we at? Okay, 10 minutes. Um, yeah, not a Kickstarter, though. PayPal, I would. Venmo. Venmo. Venmo it's Venmo. No, it's PayPal or Venmo. No, Venmo's for... I don't know. I've heard bad things about PayPal. If anybody knows, if anybody knows a good way... Well, first off, if you know me well enough, I'll figure out... I'll tell you ways you can send me money. But if you don't, but you do want to support the show, such as this guy, um, yeah, if you want, if, if there's a way you think is good and you want to throw, I'm serious, dollar, two dollars, four dollars, five dollars. And all goes, I mean, yes, my hosting platform for right now, Anchor, is free, but, and nothing against them, but there's some other changes that I'd like to make in the show, and that would help support that. Um, and then also, you know, time is money, right? <clears throat> um, anyways, wouldn't mind supporting a bit, and thanks for the show. Anyways, wouldn't mind supporting a bit, thanks for the show. <laughs> That's not how they talk in Nashville. I swear, I went to Nashville one time. I don't think I've met a single person that talked like that. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Did I read every part of that? Yeah. Wouldn't mind supporting him, thanks for the show. Okay. And it's signed, uh, Craig from Nashville. Craig. Thanks, man. Oh, there's a PS. Um, it says, go Preds! Exclamation mark. I agree with the guy who wrote in about more hockey talk uh, a while ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard back from that dude. Wade, Wade? Wayne? I guess I didn't talk about hockey enough. That and he wanted to uh, name the show Tom Wilson is a bitch. <laughs> he's a K. For people who don't know, he's a player on the Capitals and there was a whole shabu about it, about him last year. Uh, yeah, okay, well, I could talk. Yeah, Predators, they, they're looking 
pretty good. Lost a good goalie. He retired. Long story short. Um, but they're, they're looking. I, I, I tell you what. Every, anytime you watch a game on TV, Craig, uh, I give you all props um, because that place is loud. Holy shit. And I've read uh, accounts and interviews and I've seen interviews where people talk about how loud Nashville is for hockey. That's <laughs> props on that. And they're good. They're good. Uh, they're a good squad. They're always competitive. You got to give them up for that in Nashville of all places. I mean, you got to carry Underwood's actually married to a former Nashville predator, Mike Fisher. Um, yeah. And he actually got traded to Nashville so he could be with Carrie Underwood. Did you know that? Mm, well, now you do. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think who's on the roster that y'all have. There's been so much going on in hockey this year. It's been, um, and not just personnel, but whether they're going to the Olympics and stuff like that. And I'm not. I'm not going to go too much into that. Uh, but yeah, well, that's cool. You like hockey down there, man. I, like I said, I give y'all credit. It it is a definite. It's definitely visible from what I've seen, Craig. So that's cool. Uh, ooh. And he says, uh, I might be a Tennessee boy. Well, it's TN, so I assume that's Tennessee. TN boy, but we love us some hockey around here. Awesome. It is. Hey, man. If you appreciate it and you like the sport, absolutely. Hells yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So if, if there's somebody out there who knows what maybe might be best for that let me know otherwise you can contact me that way and i'll, I'll look into it some more try to see because i who knows maybe i'm missing out on a on a you know month's rent or uh, a mountain dew whatever whatever is in between right <clears throat> um i'll try to look at that but like i said if you do know me well enough uh and if you don't i'll probably still figure out something <laughs> uh, did I ever get back to telling the whole story about the school thing? Did I ever get back to that? Uh, I hope I did. Um, anyways, I, this is the thing about school. So and so, like last year was we knew it was going to be virtual, so there was no buying school supplies, right? Every all the right? But then all the years before that, and I remember doing it as a kid. You probably do too. Um. You know, you got to, we get these lists, you get the list. Um, and, but I remember, this is one thing that I don't, I think is different, odd from um, the way school supplies used to be. It used to be that, you know, you got, you know, three tubes of glue or whatever, bottles of glue, the Elmer's, right? And then you got maybe a couple things of the paste, they had the paste. Um, and so for instance, like with the paste, that was yours. That was your paste for the year. You know, you didn't, and if if you ate all of it, because it smelled like mint, if you ate all of it, <laughs> uh, do you remember that, the, the paste? It smelled, it smelled like mint or something. Like I know, the paste eaters, right? And, but if you ate that, or whatever happened to it, that was it, you're done. Either your parents bought more and sent it to school with you, or you were fucked. You know, you were paceless. So, but now it's like, okay, uh, so like with our kid, you know, it's like 25 glue sticks. But the thing is, we didn't do it this year so much, but in years past, uh, you take the supplies to the school and you just basically take everything and put them in these baskets with the other stuff that the parents brought and they all share them all year. Um, 
Which I don't think they're doing it necessarily this year with everything going on. But my thing was, you know, why do you 50 glutes and then you're all going to share them? Mm-mm. No. I, I used to get uh, one, well, when I knew I was living large was uh, <laughs> was when I got the 64. That was, Those are my crayons all year. I never, I never had any other crayons but those. Um, but one, anyways, I, I just it always they're always that. But one of the things that got me on was uh, school supplies, right? School supplies. I always got to go out and buy them, right? But school supplies that we don't supplies. It's a great joke. Ugh. Um, school supplies. Uh. Oh, wait, shit, I don't want to stop it again. Hold on, wait, no, no, I'm going to do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, all right, you there? Are you there? <laughs> I had to put you on hold again. No, that was, uh, sorry, there was a bug, not not the cricket, uh, Jimmy, Jiminy, Jaime, whatever you want to call him. He's still, he's still here somewhere, I guess. That wasn't, it was some other gross bug. And I was on the way. Busy, busy day, evening, 2.30 in the morning here for, for bugs in the, Lizard Mill Creation Studio. Not her stuff. Her stuff's great. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't have said that. Fuck. Oh, well. I'm just saying. Damn it. Anyways, I had to pause. I know. I just figured out how to do that. Not figured out, but basically people are like, just fucking stop it and go do something and then cut. You don't have to. Oh. All right. All right. Bug's dead. Problem solved. All right. These are... um. School supplies that uh, that we don't use anymore. Lunchbox and a thermos. Oh, this is on um, mentalfloss.com. Great website. You want stuff that uh, is another place you can just get random facts and stuff like that. I'm a, one of those people who loves it. Mental floss. This is a lunchbox and a thermos. Um, originally used by factory workers. Um, and the 50s is when they actually started with the... Uh, Giving them to kids. Tin. Then they made them plastic. Superheroes and cartoon characters. Um, <laughs> saying how a lot of times it's changed because uh, a lot of times they have a bag or a squishy plastic cooler. That's my son. He's got a minion on it, though, but it's a squishy. It's definitely got to be more insulated than the rusty metal box that had uh, all the football teams the helmets of all the football teams was on the front. Of course, back then it was only 26 teams or 28 teams, something like that. So, yeah, no, 32, yeah, so 26, 24. Uh, I'm not looking it up, don't worry. Uh. Dip pens. Oh, uh, yeah, well, like the... So the dip pens have no internal reservoir of ink. Um... Supposed to foster better penmanship. Yeah. Take a kid. Like, my my son watched me write cursive one time, not long ago. And he, it was like I was writing, uh, you know, the 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 letters they use in Star Wars with the, you know. <laughs> like, the people in Star Wars can read them, but we... Did you know that about Star Wars? That, as George Lucas put it, they're all... They're speaking whatever languages they, they spoke... A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. We just see and hear it as English. Then that's why the letters are when they, you know what I'm saying? Like on a screen or something, it has that weird kind of letters to That's what it is. 
And I don't remember the name of the language and stuff like that. I'm sure somebody out there does. Feel free to shoot me an email about it. Let me know. Djohndpodcast at gmail.com. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, spirit duplicators. What the fuck is a spirit? Du- oh, dittos. Oh, ditto. Oh, ditto. I second that. Um, the predecessor of the copy machine, the spirit duplicating machine. <laughs> this sounds like a pep rally. Come on, we're going to duplicate that spirit. Called the ditto. It was a small, inexpensive printing press invented in 1923. <clears throat> Used by students and teachers through the 80s. I remember them. I remember 80s. Yeah, well, yeah, okay, yeah, 80s. I remember being a kid. Yeah, you could, and they'd still be wet. They'd still be wet, and they'd smell them, right? Remember in Fast Times, they would do, they did that? Fast Times, they smell it, yeah. It was a solvent, and it was used to dissolve wax on the back of the Ditto Master. Eh, a Ditto Master. That sounds like something completely different. Um, Yeah, distinct aroma, cool feeling, and distinct purple haze. That's right. Of the paper spread off the thing. <coughs> Stupid trees. <clears throat> Sitting out bags. Oh, I've heard about this. So check this out, right? These are things that they gave to kids. Uh, it was an outdoor education initiative because... What was it that was going around? It's on here somewhere. It was in the early 20th century. Tuberculosis. That's what it was. Um, And so they would have all the kids wear these basically big sleeping bags. And they would sit outside for school. <laughs> yeah screw that noise but like i'm gonna be a dumb little boy because i'm not so what are they doing it rained it's fine it's raining but don't worry we've got bags for you to sit in uh book straps yep yep which is they're belts man they call them book straps they're frick that's a belt it looks like a belt it's got the little even it's got a little hoop part that goes over the it looks like a freaking belt. Um, yeah, straps or belts. Early 20th century. They didn't have backpacks. Yeah, I don't know how you got through that shit. Wait a minute. They had backpacks for people in the army. They didn't have backpacks for school kids? Hmm. That's, you know what, though? That, the thing about that, though, is they, they weigh down kids with so much so many school books now because they do have backpacks. Maybe we should go back to the you know, hey, if the kid can't carry it in his hands, maybe he shouldn't be carrying it home. Huh? Let's try to... Yeah, I, I think that's a that could be an issue, right? If the kid can't carry it home, don't give it to him for homework. You know how the kids... They, they got to lug all that shit around. Uh, paper, lightweight option for students with a lighter load. I guess. Satchels. I still have... I have a couple of those. It's like a little briefcase. Stereoscopes. What the hell is that? Is that like a Viewmaster? Stereoscopic technology as this is the 19th century, but it wasn't marketed as an educational tool the early 1900s. Um, 3D stereoscopic images to illustrate points made during lectures. Oh. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's like a, it is like a Viewmaster. Holy shit. That was a while. It's sort of, right? Yeah, like film strips and stuff, and they were kind of like 3D. Yeah, those were cool. You know, you know the film strip, and it looked kind of 3D. And then um, sometimes they had the tape recorder, 
part, you do that, and then the, sometimes the kid wouldn't flip. You know, one of the kids always got picked to be able to turn the to turn the film strip or the whatever it was, and uh, sometimes he'd miss the beep. No, wrong one. No, it was the other one. Slates. Yeah, I said something to the kid the other day because he was fussing about um, <laughs> writing on something. And I said, at least you want some. You want a slate? You want like a chalkboard, but it's like you can carry it around with you instead of a tablet or a Chromebook. Which we didn't buy in the Chromebook. The, the school system got them that. Um, which is crazy to think about. Um, Seventeen seventy to nineteen hundred was uh, when paper was expensive. Slates, which resembled handheld chalkboards, provided a reusable writing surface. That's right. Um, yeah, what kid wouldn't mind having his own chalkboard? <laughs> Doodle on. An erasable slate would cut back on amount of paper. Great. Next year. Save the environment. Buy slate. Horn books. What the hell's a horn book? Um, wooden or stone leather paddle engraved the alphabet or other basic educational inf- information it was an iconic learning tool in Shakespeare's loves labor well that's not abacus the beads you know like you're in the doctor's office with the beads no it's not that one it's the one that they slide it uh, ancient Rome throughout history uh, with a series of large beads on wooden rods, students and merchants counted by moving the beads up or down the rods. Some versions even had a separate row for decimal points. Fancy. Was that made by Texas Instruments? Mom, I need the Texas Instruments abacus. Though abacai. Oh, is that a technical term? Abacai. A-B-A-C-I. Are no longer the dominant means of calculating equations. Um, still used in a few elementary schools. There was one at my kid's school. When we dropped all of his stuff off. Slide rules. I don't think I've ever used a slide rule in my life. But then again, I'm not a math person. I probably wasn't in the class that uh, required them. <clears throat> Looks like a superficial ruler. Superfi- oh, superficial. Yeah. Uh, measure lengths. The slide rule actually allowed students to multiply and divide numbers. Uh more sophisticated slide rules because even do square roots and trigonomic functions. Slide projectors. Wait, was that different? I'm not slide projectors. Uh, slide projectors allow teachers to project education. Well, what was that thing I was talking to? The stereoscope. Hold on. Hold the front door. Huh. Where'd it go? Um. Oh, educational films. Well, what the fuck was this tip? All right, well, look it up. I don't know. I don't have time for this. What's that, Jimmy? What? Oh. I don't know. I'm still learning his language. He'll be gone by the time I learn it. He'll be dead. <laughs> uh... Created by educational companies as learning supplements, slide projectors were used to show photos from a teacher's most recent vacations, amongst other educational things. What? No, I read that wrong. I had to read that wrong. Oh, anything from a sophisticated to the vacation. Man, I tell you, if I I don't think that ever happened. If I ever went to school. Hey, let me show you my trip to Georgia. What part of Georgia? The boring part. Well, that's most of it. Um... 
<laughs> I don't have any listeners in Georgia. I don't think. No, do I? I don't know. We'll see. I'm definitely going to find out now, right? Uh, manual pencil sharpeners. Yes, you had the little crank thing. You had the different size holes. That was the one that always got me. Like, there's one on there. I'm looking at the picture. There's one on there. It's the size of a fucking... It's the size of a fence post. Like, who's sharper than that? They always have that one that's like really tiny. What kind of what pencil is that? Prototype of the pencil was invented in the 16th century. Uh, graphite was discovered in England. First mechanical pencil sharpener wasn't invented until 1845. Oh, so they were whittling. They had to whittle it down. You ever see one of those? A lot of contracts and stuff. You'll see them. They have to give you a pencil. It looks like a beaver was straight chewing on it. Yeah, pencils with a knife, roll top pencil case. Eh. Oprah's at 80 bucks. Are you shitting me? Wow. $80. It was a favorite of the kids from the 60s, the pencil top cases. Um, it's like a roll top desk instead of a lifted up. $80. Pretty impressive price for a plastic pencil box. Wait, which? Hmm. That's pretty. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Wow. 80 bucks. <sighs> Whatever. I'll take my trapper keeper. Thank you very much. Which you're not allowed. That's the thing. The kid's not allowed to have trapper keeper. How's he not? They, they even say in there, they're like, uh, yeah, you need a three ring binder, not a trapper keeper. Well, when did they lose out? Are they like starter jackets? They just got. No, they're not cool anymore. They're not functional because they're ugly as shit. <laughs> and nowadays you get beat up if you're using one. <clears throat> you don't get beat up. You know what I mean. Oh my God. I don't get beat up, bullion. Where am I at? Jesus. Yeah. Oh, he's. No. If the cricket had said, had tweeted, tweet, whatever it was, tweeted, that's birds. <laughs> what is a cricket? Chirped. If he had chirped right then, I would have known his name. It's like, it's like naming a dog. You just keep saying names and then when the dog turns and looks at you that's the dog's name right so I'm just keep saying names <clears throat> um is oh well, no it's male uh Joe no all right we'll 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 figure it out <clears throat> uh all right so spelling book this is one okay we're gonna touch on this we'll get the heck out of here um, as spell check and online dictionaries become more and more popular, the once ubiqu ubiquitous spell that one, dick, <laughs> ubiquitous spelling book is disappearing, <clears throat> which is a shame. Not only are spelling books the ultimate spelling bee, accoutrement. yeah, spell that one. What the fuck? Really? You're going to wait till spelling books before you throw all the big words in there? Um, back in the day, they revolutionized uh, the book, the education of the English language by providing a standard system of spelling. Yeah, I guess. I mean, for the United States, for the United States, because, for instance, speaking of hockey talk, defense in English, American English, we spell it D E F E N S E. In Canadian or British English, def defense or defense uh, is uh, E N C E. So. 
or the color, C-O-L-O-R, C-O-L-O-U-R. Um, Eddie Izzard had a great quote about that. He said that uh, um, the United States and England and Great Britain are uh, two very similar countries separated by a common language. <laughs> I believe that's how he said it. If I misquoted you, Eddie, you're probably not going to hear it anyways, but if I did, I yeah, feel free to come on the show, on the pod, and you can explain it to them. Everybody, all 12 of you. I'm kidding, there's more than that. Um, where it was? All right, let's finish this up. The first widely distributed spelling book was written in 1783 by Noah Webster. Oh, that dictionary dude. Um, who also compiled the American English Dictionary. What does it take to write a dictionary? Uh, <clears throat> so you want me to do what? Yeah. <clears throat> we want you to uh, we want you to write a dictionary. All right. How do you write a dictionary? Just take every freaking word under the sun and write them down. Oh, and if you could also use their tenses, uh, uh, sentence, you know, noun, pronoun, you know, <laughs> just throw that in there. All right, no, we'll see you later. Yeah. That's, that's a hard, that's got to be a tough job. Yeah, so some old, oh, this was real quick, this is real quick. Um, crayons. Who invented the crayon? I was talking about this. No, no, no. Uh, Crayola. Did not invent the crayons. Records show that Europe, this is on, this is actually Crayola.com. So this is on the company website. First crayons were made from a mixture of charcoal and oil. Later powder pigments of various hues replaced the charcoal. Yeah. It was discovered that substituting wax for the oil in the mixture made for the sticks sturdier and easier to handle. All right. So Crayola crayons were invented by Benny and Smith uh, in 1902. Sounds like a... Uh, accounting firm uh, and first offered for sale in 1903 Alice Binney a school teacher and wife of the co-founder Edward Edwin Binney suggested the company manufacture an inexpensive alternative to imported crayons of that era great idea and look at you now right <clears throat> the trade name Crayola was coined by Mrs. Edwin Binney who we we just went over that who oh she joined the word cray c r a i e cray meaning <clears throat> stick of chalk and ola ola from the word oleaginous holy shit i want a word oleaginous yeah if i was ever in a spelling bee and then i'd be like they'd be like oleaginous and i'd be like uh, can you use it in a sentence they'd be like yeah um that crayon is oleaginous but fuck. Uh, probably of paraffin wax and color pigment. <clears throat> it's 100th anniversary during 2003. Anniversary was celebrated by Crayola. <clears throat> Over 3 billion crayons each year now. Huh. So it started as an uh, inexpensive way for kids to be able to do it. That's cool. <clears throat> um, so, all right. Well, that was interesting. Didn't know a lot of that stuff. Um, which, by the way, I know, and we're getting to that part of the show here now, so we'll just do it now uh, at this point. Eh. Um, yeah, I always talk about charities. Anybody out there who doesn't want to do the usuals um, that I always recommend, as of course I always recommend doing something if you can, um, school supplies. Find anybody in your local area that study, that supports um, 
school supplies, backpacks, uh, schools, or, you know, notebooks, pens, paper, blah, blah, blah. Anybody who does that, obviously, yeah. Um, make sure you support them. As always, uh, Feeding America, Feed More, No Kids Hungry, all of them very important right now, um, especially with the kids. Now, a lot of the kids, thankfully, are getting free lunches in school, but they still got to eat when they go home. No Kid Hungry really helps with that. Wounded Warrior Project, always a good one. Um, men and women have served our country. I know everything going on that's with Afghanistan and everything lately, but we're not getting into that. Point being, these people deserve to have services for anything they might need, um, any type of services, and help, you know, living a normal and regular life. And, and gratitude of what they did for us. Bestfriends.org. Uh, also, all of them .orgs. Make sure you um, look them up. They are uh, do with the animal shelters. Um, their goal for bestfriends.org is to make every animal shelter in the United States a no-kill shelter by the year 2025. I think that was everything, right? <clears throat> um, I think that was all. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to episode number 38 of the Johnny Podcast. I want to thank... My creative contributors on the show, Tom Hancock and Liz Miller. Also, I want to let you know that uh, the Johnny Podcast is a production of Lizard Mill Creations Studio, where it is recorded and produced. All right. I guess that's about it. I think I got all covered all my bases on that one. Still working out that end part a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's coming along. So thanks for listening. Take care of each other, guys. Please, I'll try to get back to you sooner rather than later. Write to me. Let me know. Uh, the Johnny Podcast uh, at gmail.com. John Podcast on Twitter. Also, John D. Comedy on Twitter. <coughs> Stupid Trees. Um, and uh, The Johnny Podcast. T-H-E-J-O-N-D Podcast on Facebook. All right. That's it. I'm done. That's episode 38. Uh, I got to go do some stuff here at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mostly got to get this thing put out. So, hey, let me go do that. And... Uh, Y'all have a great day. Talk to you soon. See you.